Hey guys, it's Amy Noble. I am a holistic dating coach and founder of Love Amy. You can find everything you need to know about me, including my cell phone number at loveamy.co. Hope you enjoy this episode. Well, I am so excited to welcome Jen Mazur, who is a very dear friend and mentor of mine. She is the queen of manifestation, queen of manifesting. She is an author of Manifesting Made Easy. She is the creator of this incredible game called Sparked. And actually, my very first guest on my very first episode of what I think is a podcast. (laughs) So welcome. Yay! I love it that I get to be the first guest. We're, we're manifesting a really successful podcast. Yes. And I feel like this is so perfect, too, because I, I was with you when you kind of stepped into this role as Love Amy. So it just feels like, oh, yes, of course, I would yeah. usher in the podcast. I know. It's so symbolic. I have chills. I feel like I'm going to have chills so much through this whole episode. Um, and before, you know, I share with our audience kind of my recollection of meeting you for the very first time. I just wanted you to, for those listening who don't know Jen's story, um, just go ahead and tell everybody, Jen, because like who you are and your story. Yay. Yes. So actually, my friends gave me the nickname Queen of Manifestation years ago. Um because I was always the friend in my group who every time we got together, I had another outrageous story of something that I manifested in my life. And I inspired everyone else to go for their dreams. And they always would ask me for advice on, you know, how did I do this? And I think the biggest reason why they nicknamed me Queen of Manifestation was um, at the time I had manifested living rent-free in Manhattan for over 10 years. I mean, seriously, <laughs> as, as someone who lives in Manhattan currently, like that story always blows my mind. It's literally incredible. Yes. In my own apartment that I had like renovated my bathroom with the jacuzzi and my kitchen. Uh, It was very magical. We had a theater downstairs that we converted one of the apartments into a little 40-seat black box theater and would put on concerts and plays. And every winter time, uh, the jazz musician Wynton Marsalis would play a concert in our building. Oh, of course he did. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I mean, we had like a potluck with New Orleans-style food and One year, I think it was like 2003, we recorded the live concert and put out an album with Blue Note Records, and it was nominated for a Grammy. So, um, you know, fast forward, now I'm with a musician who got his first Grammy nomination a couple years ago. So that was exciting. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And so you literally took this, this sort of natural gift or or was it a gift? Did you have to teach yourself how to do this? I mean, it was a natural gift. So for me, it was something that I, I just naturally was doing and didn't realize that I was doing it Mm. and didn't understand really how to convey it until people started asking me. Um, But I, I, you know, luckily was raised with amazing nurturing parents. And I was always a gifted visual artist since I was a little girl. And so Mm. I had this belief, and all of manifesting starts with your belief, that I was a really good artist, right? Like that was totally nurtured. Uh So, and I think as a visual artist, you kind of come to understand you have an like a vision of what you want to create on a physical level, and then you create it, 
right? Right. So so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And all of manifesting starts with your imagination. And so you first just kind of allow in the possibility of what you want and then you get to receive it. And so I think for a lot of people, it's first Mm -hmm. just trusting. And I think even just opening up and allowing themselves to dream big in the first place, giving yourself permission. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to dive into all of this and especially like how manifesting applies when you are trying to manifest your love. Like it's Mm. so, you know, when we all have a goal of like, I want to get a promotion or I want to switch jobs or I want to get this car or I want to, you know, buy a house. It's like, but before we do that, I just have to remind you because I, you know, my story really, you know, you so pivot in such a pivotal way, Jen, like have impacted my life. And I think it was like 2016, maybe where like I was hosting a sparked event yeah, um, in my apartment downtown Manhattan, and literally, like I'm standing in my kitchen, and you walked up to me. I had never met you, and you walked up to me and you said, "Hi, Amy. I'm Jen. I think you need this." And you gave me a copy of your book. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, who are you? What is this? What's happening?" And I literally curled up with your book that next weekend. I was really going through a lot, processing through a lot in my life and what I wanted for my, myself personally, professionally, all of it. And I had my journal and I just sat with your book curled up on the couch for the whole weekend. And I went through page by page and your book has so many great, you know, manifesting made easy is the book and so many great like prompts and living, you know, what are your living beliefs and what are your dreams? And it really walks you through the process. And I filled my journal. And if you look at that journal today, it is my life now. Mm. And, and actually my life is even better than I could have dreamed in which you say so much of the time that we often don't dream big enough. Yeah. And so that's part of it. But I just want to say thank you because I talk mm. about you all the time in my work and when I give, um, you know, presentations and I have my clients, you know, get your book and we all work through it. So I just had to note that story because it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's touching. Yeah. And I, I love that, Amy, and I love you. And I'm, I just, I think what's so beautiful too about your story. And I think that's so relatable for everybody listening is it doesn't have to be these like major things, but I think just recognizing where in your life you're settling, Mm -hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. where you're not allowing yourself to dream bigger. And, you know, like what, if you can just open up to, if I were to have anything, be anything, do anything, you know, have the ultimate love, you know, in yeah. my life, what would that look like and feel like? And, you know, and I think so often we think that we're, we're just like, okay, well, I'll know it when I see it or, you know, like, right, I, right. Versus, like, what do I, what would be amazing? And if I can allow in the possibility of even just imagining it, it means it's possible because our imagination is actually how we tap into our intuition. And right. I don't yeah. think people recognize that, that it's, it's, you know, I've done psychic training. It's through your imagination that you tune in. We're all, you know, channels. We're all kind of operating as, as energy towers, like giving off and receiving information. And so it's really opening up and allowing ourselves to dream big and imagine because we're really receiving and tuning into that vision for you. And I think manifesting your soulmate, it's not like, well, it's, it hasn't happened, you know, by now. So I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'll, you know, I'm going to try or 
what if I'm too old? It's like, no, if I want, if I have this desire to have my soulmate, to have this kind of connection or spiritual connection or whatever it is, then it means that that's meant for me. So, right. Just like little kids. Like, you know, I talk with my clients about like, what, who were you at seven years old? What did you like Mm. to do? You know, just like you were saying, you know, you, you were an artist and that came easily to you. It's like, how, how do we go back to that state of play and dreaming and imagination and kind of who were you then? Because the doors just, I feel, start to shut like the older we get. Mm. And so that's something that, you know, I do with clients. I wonder in terms of manifesting love, like what do you think people make the mistake of doing? Like yeah. the most? Well, gosh, there's a lot of mistakes, but let's start from the beginning. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all of it. We, we want all of it. <laughs> I'm like, get out your notebook, everybody. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> I think the first step is obviously we know to write out our intention, right, for our ideal soulmate. So mm-hmm. I think in that phase, you know, obviously we're giving ourselves permission to write it all down, but a lot of people don't get specific because they're worried that they're getting too specific mm-hmm. or they think like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to put in all these past people into, you know, my dream. Like, here's the thing. You can make a composite of your perfect person mm-hmm. and you can use all of your past relationships. You don't need to feel bad about all of them and need to like block them out because we're right. grateful for all of those experiences. Right. Like. There's right. nothing wrong with them. And I think so often we, we make ourselves feel bad because, oh, this didn't work out or this person hurt me or whatever, you know, or I, I messed yeah. up. And it's like, no, like, let's look at all of them as beautiful experiences. We, you know, we learned something in each relationship, whatever that be, you know. Mm-hmm. And also we got to experience some sort of connection. So we're like, oh, I really liked, you know, the sex in this relationship. But I really loved, you know, the spiritual connection in this one. Or I really loved that this guy was like financially stable or whatever, right? Like, yeah. And we can, we can put all that into our perfect person. So I think yeah. it's okay to kind of allow those experiences in and be like, ooh, you know, and write down descriptions. Because if manifesting comes from a feeling place, if we've mm-hmm. already experienced some of it, then we know what that feels like, right? So we can kind of put that into the vision. What were you going to so say? So that's amazing. Jumping up and down. Because, you know, I see this so much. I have clients fill out like a post-date checklist Mm. and it's sort of like really writing down, how did you feel in your body? You know, what are the qualities that this popped out in a very positive way from this person? Like what were the romantic alignments? What were the lifestyle alignments? So looking at, like, I love, I always say like, it's like a patchwork work quilt, right? And every, so I think a lot of times people say like, well, I, I don't want to go on just eh, dates. I just want, I, I want to make, you know, I don't have a lot of time to waste. I don't want mm. to do that. But, but what you're saying is we can learn through each date we go on. We can learn through these experiences and like send up flares to the universe. Like, Oh, you know what? I actually, I know he's not my guy, but I laugh so hard. Like that's the kind of witty humor I want. Yes. Right. Yeah, oh, I have chills. And <laughs> this is it because then you're in it and you're like, oh, this is what it feels like, you know, to yeah. flirt or be out there and, and also not be afraid of the contrast. I love, you know, going back to art, right? When you think of contrast in a drawing, we need those dark areas in order to 
emphasize the light. And right. just like, you know, darkness and, and at night in the sky, that's how we know there are stars. We wouldn't know that stars existed in the right. universe if we didn't have darkness. And so not to be afraid of the things that we didn't like, because actually that brings more clarity into what you mm -hmm. like. Like you said, just going on a date and knowing, oh, I didn't realize like, I don't want that, but I might not have been clear on that thing, whatever that yes. characteristic was, had I not gone on that date. Oh, and so mm. now I can get really clear, like, oh, I want someone who has whatever the opposite of the thing that I just experienced. Oh, yeah. I mean, that just, I think that's going to help so many people like crystallize the whole dating experience because it's almost like there's a fear of like, oh, no, 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 no. Like the minute they realize the date isn't, you know, this might not be an, an alignment. It's sort of like they turn off their energy. They sort of, they sort of hide and mm. slink back and instead of just showing up for it so that we can get really clear because what you're saying is we just need to be clear about all of it, what we yeah. do want, what we don't want. And there is a real fear around that. And, and I think at the, at the, at underneath it all is, you know, well, let me ask you, what do you think the biggest limiting belief is for people oh. that are searching for love? We, you were just going to say it, but I think it's feeling worthy and knowing mm -hmm. that you deserve it, you yeah. know, and, um, and it starts with loving yourself. And I tell everybody who's manifesting their soulmate mm -hmm. to write a love letter to themselves. And this is like, it's not yes. just a like love letter, you know, romantic one. It's Yes, there could be that in there, but it is a love letter from your higher self, your spirit oh. <laughs> to you, right? Amazing. Amazing. Because if you fully love yourself, if you don't love yourself, nobody else is going to love you. You're looking for like a, you know, to fill a void because you don't love yourself first. And we want you to feel like you are amazing, right? Yes, and so yes. this person is just a bonus. Like you get to go through life together and have fun and play and, and support each other. So first... I highly recommend, no matter, even if you feel like I love myself already, do this exercise. It is so powerful. You can write it in your journal. You mm -hmm. can literally write it on like stationery and mail it to yourself. It doesn't matter. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally going to do that because I love mail. Who doesn't love mail? That's, I know, right? that's such a great idea. I'm going to put stickers <laughs> on it. And then like, because I'm in midlife, I'm going to forget that I ma mailed yes. it. And then I'm going to get it and be like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, look at this. It's from me. But it's so nice. Like you, like, you know, dear Amy, I love you. Like, you're so amazing. And you just kind of let it go. Like as a free flowing yeah. entry, like you can go anywhere. Like you're such a great mom. And, you know, look at how you help all these people. Like, it, you know, you're gorgeous, you know, whatever, wherever it flows. Right. <laughs> um, I love it though. I love it. And I think, so I, I do this thing. I have my clients do five, five, five every morning, which is mm. like a five minute guided meditation, write down five things that you're grateful for and five things you love about yourself. Mm. And guess what they get stuck on the, the things they love about themselves. I hear all the time, like, well, do they have to be five different things every day? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, your best friend would come up with a million things. Yeah. It can be like my eyelashes are so long. Yeah. Or like, um, so I love this because this is really forcing you. It's almost a concentrated version of that. It's like, it really is a love letter. And I do, I don't know about you. I suspect you do this. I'm doing like this, you know, three morning pages every morning. It's like three pages of just like, doesn't matter what it is. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing what flows out of that because it, yeah. it really is your higher self. 
Yes. And we're not yeah. judging it. We're not trying to make it something else. It's just giving yourself permission to see what shows up, you know, and through that place, actually it's, you know, automatic writing is another way to tap into your intuition or your higher self or your spirit guides or whatever you believe. Right. So it's like, I'm just giving, you know, going to do it. I'm just going to sit down with a pen. You can make mm -hmm. it into like a beautiful ritual. You can light a candle or, you know, like have your favorite drink or whatever, you know, and just yeah. like, and what does that mean, automatic writing? So automatic writing means that you don't question it and you don't try to make it something else. It's automatic, meaning like, I'm just going to start writing and like you said, see what shows up. Like, I'm right. I'm just right. going to let it flow. And ideally, you get a couple pages out. It's not just like, okay, well, I came up with my five things, right? It's like, let's just, when I start, yeah. it's going to flow. It's just like, you know, doing yoga. Sometimes it's like literally just getting yourself to the mat. And once you actually do, even if you have the intention of only doing five sun salutations, you'll probably do like a, a little practice because you actually went to the mat. Totally. So, and you're not going to go back and review a, a videotape of that yoga practice and say like, <laughs> oh my God, you were so off on this move. Right. Or, and I think like so many of my clients are like in my intake form, it's like, I ask, are you a perfectionist? Mm. You know, are you, do you, are you a people pleaser? Are you... And everybody says, yes, 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 yes. We are a generation of perfectionists and people pleasers. And I want to stress, like, this is, this is a really helpful exercise to not only, you know, help manifest your person, but also let go of the whole notion of having to, to be perfect. And well, yes. And here's the thing, Amy, like, I love looking at nature because if we step outside, like literally go for a walk or even just look at your house plants. Okay. Everybody has like at least uh, one house plant probably. Yeah. Like, little, yeah. <laughs> and look at the, the leaves on it. I promise you every single one of them is different. There's probably a brown spot mm. <laughs> on one of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> My God, no. Right? And we're not like, oh, that house plant is so messed up. You know, like, it's like, no, like, that's nature. It's, it's beautiful. The imperfections are perfect, right? So yeah. it's like loving you for whoever you are and all the experiences you've had and not what am I doing wrong? I think so many people come to the table, like you said, what am I doing wrong? Like, why am I not manifesting? And instead, that's not the best question to ask yourself. You know, start with like, yeah what am I doing right? And, you know, how, what do I love about myself and get clear on what I want? And, and in terms of a soulmate and no matter what you're manifesting, it's what do I want? How will I feel when I have the thing that I want? And then how can I feel that way now? So yeah, I, yeah. totally. Um, I was just, I was just thinking, I'm sorry, we're both like, well, uh. yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> well, you know, this is going to be my next question. And, and I, I remember us doing our vision call, visioning call and, um, you know, it's sort of like, how do you use that imagination? How do you really get into it and play with it and make it fun? And how do you bring that vision? Because I think it's easy, to, it's easier sort of to bring like, oh, I've always wanted to go to Africa or mm. I want to switch crews and become a nurse. It's, those things seem to be easier to just play with and envision, right? And so how do you suggest people, you know, do that, like from, from a visualization standpoint? Yeah. Well, again, like visualizing what it is like to be in your soulmate relationship. Yes. Like mm -hmm. fully in love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, number one is giving yourself permission. Um, and I, I think it's, stepping out of your current circumstances and really just giving yourself permission to play and imagine 
how it would feel to be loved. Like, so for example, what do I want? How will I feel when I have what I want? It's like, what do I want to feel? I want to feel loved. I want to feel secure. I want to feel like tingles and butterflies in my body or, you know, like whatever I want, like, Ooh, I want to feel like just, I want to feel this attraction and excitement to spend time together or whatever. And so I think even just starting in those smaller spaces can allow you yeah. yeah, can allow you to sort of start to dream bigger. I think um, I have a client right now and she's so great. She's so into the manifesting piece of this. And mm. she said that she gets up in the morning and she looks over at this empty pillow next to her and she says, hi, good morning. <laughs> How are you? Right. And like, she's literally speaking to her person who yeah. has yet to fill that space. And I just got chills again, but I just love that so much. And I remember when I was working with you, I started to really have fun with it. I built my wedding playlist. I put it mm. on my phone and I would listen to it. By the way, we're now starting to plan our wedding. It's the same playlist that I've got. It's amazing. And I built my wedding guest list and mm. it's pretty much solid. And and I remember texting and calling you when I did this, but it was like three months before I met Brett. I went into CVS. I was putting shampoo and all kinds of stuff in my basket. And in line, I looked down, I saw a wedding greeting card. I picked it up. I put it in the basket. I took it home. I sat down by myself and I wrote out the card that I'm now going to give Brett on our Mm. wedding morning. And it just said my love. And it, you know, I just read it the other day and it, it's exactly right. Yeah. And it's like, I remember texting you like, you're the only person I can text that. <laughs> no, but I did this because everyone else would think I'm crazy. Crazy, you know, but it, it was remarkable. Yeah. Really. And that's coming from that place of trust and expectation. And it's fun, right? Like it was like fun and silly and like not, you know what I mean? Totally. But you're doing it. And I think that's, I mean, gosh, I can not not just manifesting my soulmate, like with my love, Amayo, when we first started dating, I wrote that he was the father of our beautiful girl. And Mm. I found that journal entry when I was pregnant with our daughter, our first um, child. And I didn't know I was having a girl yet. And it was like, oh my God, just exactly as I wrote it. And I, you know, even thinking about like, I bought um, baby clothes for our daughter when I was in India because they were just this most amazing little Indian princess dresses for babies. And I bought them before I was even like, you know, at all in that stage, but I was, I knew I was going to have a girl, you know, same thing. I bought a dress that I had no reason to buy. That was like a leather, short leather dress. And I said, Oh, this is like for the Grammys. (gasps) And, you know, I had that dress in my closet for 10 years. I never wore it. And then Amayo got nominated for the Grammys and I wore it to the Grammys. Oh my God. I love that. That is so up my alley. I love that so much. I think this leads to another question. I hear so much, and this is going to be so valuable for people listening is, I mean, how do you keep the faith? Like, Mm. I remember it's like I was swiping and I, I mean, I probably went on 150 first dates and (laughs) I, you know, I have clients like, it's like, oh my gosh, okay. We worked together for four months and then off they go. And, you know, how do you, like, what would, what advice do you have? It's like, how do you keep that faith? First of all, there are no mistakes in the universe. And there is such thing as divine timing. And so I want you to know if we, if you really truly believe that your imagination is how you tap into your intuition, then we can expect that it's all working out. 
and we're not attached to this like timeline of it has to be tomorrow or, you know, next week or whatever. And here's the thing. All of manifestation happens in the present tense. So if we can get ourselves now is the only time. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so if we can get ourselves into this place of trust and just enjoying the moment, we don't need the relationship in order to feel fulfilled, right? There isn't going to be this weird disconnect of like frustration because Mm -hmm. we're so in love with our lives, right? And we're enjoying the dating process even, right? It's like, this is fun. This is play. And I love like, Ooh, I love being taken out to dinner or I love, you know, flirting on online versus like, it has to be my soulmate, right? Like if we can just release that because we know that person's there and we're just like, finding them. And this is the playful fun part, right? And, and trusting that the universe is always bringing us everything we need at the right time. And, and, you know, you're on the dating app, but it doesn't mean you might not meet the person in, in person. I've had people mm-hmm. do that too, because they're totally. on the dating app. Right. And, right. and their vibe has shifted. Like, it's just really trusting that you're showing up and maybe like, Oh, I take a different way to work or I stop in at this coffee place. And I had a client meet their soulmate in the coffee shop, right. In line. Like oh, it doesn't I love that. Yeah. And I think it's like, I love talking about flirting with life. Like if we're flirting with life and we're open Mm. and available to connection and not closed off, it literally is because, oh, like I'm looking around at life around me and I'm not just kind of walking through life with a veil over my eyes or closed eyes. Like, oh, I'm, if I, it doesn't even all have to be this romantic relationship, but if I see someone out on the street and I'm like, oh, I love her dress. I'm going to say, oh, I love your dress. I'm not going to just keep it to myself. Right. Oh my God. I love that flirting with life. Like that is so brilliant. And it's so true because it's like, like attracts like, right? So if we want love, we have to vibrate at love at that frequency and it's the highest frequency. So we don't, I, I often see people putting their putting their happiness on hold until that happens, right? It's like, you know, you can, you can be happy. You can vibrate in love now, even though you don't have a partner. And I think that's, I love flirting with life. Like that's incredible. Yeah. Doing what you love just because you want to do it, not because you have this expectation of your soulmate being there. Right. But like, you know, for yeah. me, I love music. Obviously, I'm, I'm with a musician and I dated musicians <laughs> before him. But like I, I went to concerts because it was what I loved. It wasn't because I thought that, you know, he was going to be there. Right. Although I have to say, I did go to a Pearl Jam concert last year <laughs> and I was fear. I was texting every client I could. I was like, get your ass here. Just get it. And because it was literally like the cutest, like sync most just groups, like mobs of single guys. So, but yeah, it's like, go do what you love. And then, you know, if you want to like go hang out at the Apple store, it's not a bad idea either. I'm just saying. (laughs) Or go to that business conference if you're trying to attract that business. Oh, crypto. I mean, crypto's having a moment, but trust me, crypto's coming back. Go to a crypto conference. I have been, it's sort of incredible. No, I love that. I love everything you're saying so much. Um, And you know what? what? I just caught myself, Amy, because I said, if you're trying to attract, there's no such thing as trying in right right when you're attracting right Right. it's like I am like I'm excited to you know I'm I'm welcoming him you know like him or her in now right it's not I'm trying to because if you try you don't fully believe it it's so true it's like when someone says like I'll try to come to your dinner party you're like you're not coming like exactly um no it's it's so it's so true I remember when I was in that mode of like oh my gosh I've been on so many dates where is he and I remember switching it up and so I would 
get up and I would say, he's right around the corner. I would say it out loud mm. to myself in my little apartment. I would get up and say, he's right around the corner. He's right around the corner. And that was how I would get myself in the mood to swipe because otherwise it was like, oh God, okay. And then it's just shifted my mood. Like yeah. every time it shifted my mood. And yes. like even the people who showed up on the apps like shifted. Yes. It was really it's crazy. so true. And the universe is always bringing you your order. It's like being at a restaurant. You place your order and the kitchen makes it for you. So we get clear on the, you know, who we're calling in and then we place our order. And I feel like set it and forget it. Don't stress that I need to yeah. look it over every single day. It's like, no, like I've placed my order and I know that the universe is bringing me my person, right? Like, and they're there and they're, and if it didn't happen yet, it's because they've been doing the work to get themselves ready or they were going oh. through a divorce or, you know, yes. like whatever. And so it's all that. okay. You I know, love that. that's, that's really important to remember. Like sometimes I'll say, well, your person might not have even joined an app yet, but yeah. if we take that even further, it's like, they're getting ready for you. Yes. They're yes. getting ready for you. Wow. Yeah. No, that's really poignant. I love that so much. What do you think about, you know, you're an intuitive. I'm also an intuitive and you're way more advanced. I have recently in the last couple of years really leaned into it and leaned mm -hmm. into it in my work um, and kind of realizing that like dating is sort of a spiritual practice and it yeah. can be. And so it's really, it, I've been melding a lot of, you know, sort of what I do. What do you think of asking the universe for a sign? And what do you think of, you know, trying to go deeper with like communicating with the universe? Yeah, I love that. I love asking for a sign. I think the advanced practice of gratitude is mm. to pay attention to synchronicities. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're writing down what you're grateful for because you're, you know, what you focus on expands. And so if we're finding things to be grateful for, we're looking at life from this like, ooh, you know, um, mm -hmm. colored glasses perspective, right? Rose colored glasses. So if we can then also expand that and say, oh, you know, oh, this like, synchronicity happened. I know, you know, I thought of someone and then they called me or, you know, again, it's like kind of playful activities to really trust your own intuition. Like the totally. phone rings and before I look at it, I'm going to guess like who it is or, you know, um, whatever. Or even just noticing like, oh my gosh, I see 1111 or I see 444 yes. or I just like, you know, like I have, I'll, I'll just, every client, like, we'll just pick a sign for them. Like they'll, yes. whatever pops in their head, you know, one of my clients was like, owl, I don't know, owl. And like, you know, we're here in New York city. It's hilarious. If I see one more owl, literally, yes. I'm like, I'm texting her every day. So that brings me to another question. Can we manifest for each other? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I want to finish on the first one and yes, oh, yeah. we can manifest on each other. So yes, I love the idea. And I also have had clients do this where they pick a sign or a symbol. There's no right or wrong. You guys, I think so many people question, well, you know, I picked like pink peonies, you know, it's like, sure, go for it. Like there's no <laughs> right or wrong. Like I had a client that was her symbol. And then she started seeing them everywhere. Like she went to a hotel and there were pink peonies or there was a painting on the wall oh, or, you know, totally. and like one of them picked rubber bands. Okay. It's the most random sign. <laughs> um, and she saw rubber bands on the street, like on the sidewalk in New York city all the time. And it'd be like, Oh, look, you know, the universe yeah. is like sending me another sign that I'm on the right path. So I think just pick a sign so that you understand it. And then it's the, when you see it, it's just a confirmation that you're on the right path and you know stop questioning things right um, right and it's just like yeah. I always say like say thank you thank you so yes. much it's like trying to feel like you're in a dialogue I do I mean we can go deeper and deeper that's for another episode yeah. on like who your guides are and how to talk to them but I do like the idea of like again gratitude right yeah like thank thank you awesome yeah. you know yeah 
Yeah, because then you're paying attention and then the universe or your higher self can now show you more because you're finally listening. You're finally appreciating it, right? So, um, yeah, trusting that that inner guidance. And then you, again, trust the whole dating process. Like, how are you feeling? Like you said in this, you know, does this feel like a yes or a no? Um, But yeah, we can manifest for each other. And I think (laughs) most people don't believe this um, or shy away from talking about this, but Mm -hmm. 100% energy is felt. Um, And so, yeah. Just like prayer, right? Like, I mean, you know, prayer can help people. Um, prayer circles or when someone's ill, like prayer really, it's been scientifically proven that, yep. you know, it works. So, so how do you manifest for somebody else? I mean, I feel like I kind of have a feeling. I feel like I manifest, help my clients anyway, but how do you yeah. do it? I mean, we set that intention. If we hold space, like just holding that space for mm. what you think is the highest vision for that person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously this is all coming from love. If you're not sending like bad negative energy towards someone, right? This is all like, yeah. if I you know, our children too, right? Like just holding that space for them to be happy and, you know, healthy or successful and whatever it is, you know, and, and secure. I think you can literally set an intention and write it out just like you would for yourself, for that person. Um, I mean, you can do this in so many ways. Um, but that's step number one is just really holding, holding the space, um, Mm -hmm. for it and setting the intention for how you want it to be for the other person. I love that. I love that. And just constantly like, you know, writing, mm-hmm. you know, in present tense. I yeah. am. I am. Um, what? Okay. Switching gears. What's the witchiest thing you've ever manifested? It could be anything. Oh my gosh. Witchiest thing. <laughs> Whoo. Um, I mean, so many things. Probably. Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know which, which story. I mean, I think one of the things is my book because it was just so immediate and so yeah. like, whoa, is that, this is too good to be true. I literally said out loud on a phone call, oh, I think I have a book within me. Like it was the mm. first time I said it. And um, a week later, I get an email from a publishing company asking me to write a book. And it was so weird because <laughs> I, I didn't take any action. I get this random email and, um, and it was like, we love your voice on your website. We love for you to write something like manifesting made easy. And I was like, what? Oh, um, and, and then they, I, I thought this must be some, you know, like scam or they want me to pay them, you know, to write a book. And my dream publishing company was Simon and Schuster. And this was a small publishing house I'd never heard of. Um, but I Googled them and I, you know, I, it was real. I liked their titles. So I agreed to get on a call and they offered me a paid book deal. Now, while I am writing my book with this small publisher, they get bought by Simon and Schuster. Oh my gosh. So I mean, every I... time this like, it slays <laughs> me. I love it. So <sighs> I'm a Simon and Schuster published author and it happened way easier in a way roundabout way. Like most people think, okay, well, if you're going to write a book, you need to write a book proposal and you need to find a literary right. agent and you need to do it. It happens so much easier and so much faster. And I think if that story can and I have so many stories like this (laughs) but if that can show you it's really like open up to it can be easier it can be way faster than I think it has to be you know that what what I've been conditioned Um, totally and and again like it's like you know there's nothing wrong with like setting a very very intentional goal and really being methodical but it, it is it's sort of what naturally and organically pours out of you like 
I'm doing this speaking series for Soho House right now. And I called Katie, one of my very, very best friends, mm. right after I got the call, you know, to do this speaking series. And I said, Katie, you're never going to believe this. And she's like, do you not remember two years ago sitting at Soho House, New York, and you turned to me and said, I'm going to speak here. I would yes. love to do that. <laughs> and I literally had forgotten. She's like, oh my gosh, like I made you write it down. Mm. Um, and so it's, it is, it's like those organic feelings of what is true for you in your gut, like what the, that full body yes feels like. And in the moment, don't force it. Like, don't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm going to do TED talk. Like I yeah. have it in me, you know, and then just keep going. It's, it's, it's part of, that's the magic. Yeah. It's the universe is so magical. I mean, I, it's again, you're never in the wrong place. Like I, I took my family on safari, speaking of Africa, um, mm. for their first time I'd been many times, but, um, it was their first safari. And I, I booked like, we had a week, um, vacation in South Africa when my daughter was off of school and I had booked all these places and we literally had one night on like a game drive. Cause I, I had friends in South Africa. I wanted to do all these other things too. So we had this one night and I booked this place, this glamping experience at a, a national park. I had never been there at this you know place, but I found it online and we go and we show up long story short. We have the most amazing safari experience I've ever had. We see oh. like a pack of eight lions like right away and they're hanging of course you for, like did. an hour, like <laughs> literally like six feet away from us, you know, like, I mean, usually you drive around for like hours and you've got binoculars and you're like, there they are, you know, <laughs> like, oh my God, <laughs> everything's being born today. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. And, and my daughter who was six was like, I, are there bunnies here? And I'm thinking like, what? You know, we're in the <laughs> Like and we're not then, here to see the bunnies. We, then we see the <laughs> You know, and I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, and then we end up at the, you know, we're at the little dinner afterwards, like outside at the cookout and the guy running the camp turns to me and says, Jen, I'm so grateful that you chose to come to our place. Like, I love the work that you do. And I'm what? thinking, wait, did you Google me? I literally said that. Did you Google me when I like signed up? Because I'm thinking like, I must've signed up with my email at queenofmanifestation.com. Right, right. And, um, and he was like, no, I've been following your work for years. Oh, my God. I have the chills. That's crazy. I'm, what? <laughs> we are in South Africa at this random, it's not random, right? <laughs> I, 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 I think, you know, chose. Um, and wow. it was just like, of course, you know, and then. We're literally at a campfire. It gets even better. We go out to roast marshmallows. We're the only ones there because my daughter is six. Nobody else has their six-year-old with them. <laughs> and, <it's laughs> us and, the, and the guy running the camp. And we look up and there is a falling meteorite. Okay. Oh like, my God. What? <laughs> the Northern Lights are here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Of course they are. Oh my God. But I, I mean, like this is this magical experience can be all of us. Like literally, like if we wow. just open up yes. we, and recognize that we are always plugged in and the universe is always guiding us this random decision that we make is not random right it's like right. ooh, we're we see this person on the dating app because we're supposed to see them or you know and I, again like we go no, to this completely. place because we're supposed to go there and that's when you are reunited with your soulmate in this lifetime you know so yes it's, yeah it's incredible it, and I love I love that story and to me it's sort of like here we are. I love, I think Oprah said this, but I think she stole it from someone, but I love it mm. is that, you know, I'm a human being having a spiritual 
I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. That's what she says. Exactly. On a physical level. And I feel like if we, if we all understand that and we choose to come back, right? That's my understanding and knowing. And so if we choose to come back in this physical body, it's like, why not experience the most outrageous life that we can experience on a physical level? Because we, the spiritual world is pure love, unconditional love, the biggest high, you know, that you've ever experienced and that we can feel that on a physical level. Right. And so let's Mm -hmm. constantly lean in and open up to the things that make us feel most alive and, you know, loved. And that's how you're going to manifest your soulmate. And like you said, vibration, is, you know, the law of vibration is movement. And so if we think about vibration, everything is always moving and vibrating all the time. The molecules, neurons and electrons are moving around each other. So what appears to be still, even in our bodies, is moving all the time. Movement is the natural cycle of the universe. And so it's not being Mm -hmm. afraid of change in our lives or doing something new because we want movement. That's what it means to be in the flow. Where did that expression come from? It's because we want to feel flow movement in our lives and high vibe to attract people. It's how are you, you know, vibrating and the highest vibration, like you said, is love. And so the more that we can love ourselves, we're vibrating at that frequency. And like a magnet, we attract things to that are matched to that frequency. So we're, when we're vibrating at that high love level, of course, our soulmate's going to come in because we're just loving life and we're happy and loving yeah. ourselves. So, oh, well, I, I love that so much. And on that note, I think that's like the perfect wrap up. And this has just been so magical. And it's, I can like literally feel the vibration between us. I'm so grateful for you coming on to my first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Me too. I'm excited to just uh, also for everybody who's listening. I think yes. there's so many wonderful takeaways and I can't wait to hear what happens. Yeah. Everyone. And just tell everyone how to find you. They can go to queenofmanifestation.com uh, or they can follow me on social media on Instagram at Jen Mazer. Amazing. Well, I am so excited that we got to chat and um, thank you so much. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.